Agudner of Shabbos. Talk a little bit today about the Indian from Moshe Rabbeinu and the Miyaldis, the whole Hishtalshul Sadvarim. First of all, we have this whole incident with the Miyaldis. Pare goes to the Miyaldis of Rios and he tells them that. He gave them a simon to kill the Vlad, actually the Ubel, before it even comes out to the world. He gave them a simon. What was the cheshman of making the simon? Boshet. Pari was saying, I'm not asking you to murder the baby once it comes out. Pastor Stam is trying to uh, mitigate mitigate what he's asking there, but also the way the Rishonim explained, it was halacha de kezach. If you think about it, why did Pari go to the Miyaldi Sevriyas? Could have gone to the Mitzriyas. Why didn't he bring in a, a, a Goyesha team of midwives? Adarabah. Get rid of the Jewish midwives and use uh, Egyptians. Good. We can we can dray him from that, right? You can dray out of it. You could say Pari Dafka wanted that the Vriyas they'll they'll trust them, they'll come to them. Could be it was a practical. But many learn it was a lomdasha, you saw it. Sofa talks about it, Vienna, and Ibishit talks about it. Because a goy is mitsuva al ubrim. A goy is chayv misa, even if he kills an uber. Right? A fetus. By a Jew, even though there's an Issa, obviously there's an Issa. Shail is what the Issa is, but there's an Issa to kill an Uber. So Shail and the Rishonim, Shail and the had to be magda the Issa of killing an Uber for Yisrael. But it's not regular Ritzich. Not Chayv Misa. It's not regular Ritzich. So therefore, Parai Dafka went to Mial de Sevriyas. And he gave them a way to kill the Uber before it comes out. For them, it's not even Ritzich. For them, it's not Ritzich. <laughs> they can do it. I'm not saying that they can do it, but it's... They're not being over Ritzich. So now, the Kasha goes the other way. So what Taka gave the Mialdis the right to massacre themselves, to put themselves in danger? And Taka by Yisrael, and Uber is, is, is not the same thing. It's a Mishnah in all this, Perak Zayin, that if you have a, a woman is Makasha Lelit, and a woman in delivery has a problem, and you got to make a decision, jeopardizing the mother, jeopardizing the Uber, the Allah is, you kill the Uber. That's the Allah. You're not allowed to, in fact. The Mishnah doesn't even give you a right to do anything different. Once the Uber comes out, it's a different story. Yotzeroisha, it's a different story. Once the Uber is halachically born, then he's a nefesh, he's a regular nefesh. But till he's born, you kill, you kill the Vlad. So if that's the case, so what, what right did the Mialdas have? Not only they didn't do good, fuck out. <laughs> they... What, what leg were they standing on in Aloha? To do it. 
And this is a big debate. Very big debate. I'm not to do, we could give a whole share just on this topic. We're not here to talk now the halacha elements of it. Each prat to prat has, a, has, has problems. Some want to say that maybe the, the, the Chassam Sefer talks about this also. Chidusha HaChodosh of the Chassam Sefer that came out. But Lamaise, some want to say that it could be that the Ovis is a big shayla what the halacha they had. They had halacha of, of Yisrael, even Lekula. Only the Chumrah. You know the famous question, how they keep Shabbos? How go is not allowed to keep Shabbos? So how are they always allowed to keep They kept Shabbos, that's for sure. They come on. Chazal tell us, even Erev Tavshin, Avram kept. Ekev, Mishnah Kedushin, kept everything. Right? Kola Terakula. How are they allowed to do it? So there's all kinds of answers for that. Some have a chap that, that the Ovis Hakdoshim, the fact that they did Melacha on Matzah Shabbos, that pattered them. Because either way, if they're a Jew, they kept Shabbos. Friday night, because our calendar starts from Friday night to Matzah Shabbos. But a Goyish calendar starts from the morning. In Aloha, a Goy, the Lila goes after the previous day. So he did Melacha Matzah Shabbos. So out of Jew, they kept Shabbos. Out of Goy, they were Mechal Shabbos. That was a Chap. That's how the others, Allah sought under the Farshidna Eitzes. Tzitzis, there's all kinds of interesting chaps they have. On the Tzadar Yisrael, they kept Shabbos. The Tzadar Yisrael, they were carrying. Whatever you can imagine. There's a Gishmak Asugia. You can go through it. So the bottom line is, if you hold that the Ovis had a din, Sofik, Sofik ben Noyach, at least L'Chumre, so Mele, they, they couldn't kill Uber. It's a Teretz. But that Teretz doesn't really fly either. There's a Toysus in Sanhedrin. And Toysus explains that the fact that we kill an Uber, and this is Nagel Aloha, by the way, because the place can have a big tumult. Let's say you need to do an abortion. Medically speaking, you need to abort a, a Vlad. When you need to do it, you're Mechuyiv to do it. You understand? We have our Shulchan Aruch. When you're Mechuyiv, you're Mechuyiv. Right? That's the difference between Jew, Jewish law and Stam, Lahavdal, anti abortion. Anti abortion, unseichel. Right? You'll, you'll shoot out the whole clinic, the abortion clinic. <laughs> An anti-abortion, they put bombs in the clinics. Pro-life. Pro-life, you, you blow up the clinic. But in the same vein, you, so Lamaise, if you have to talk or perform, you have to do an abortion. So do you use the Afghan Jewish doctor? Mr. Tafka uses Jewish doctor. We'll be allowed to use a Goyish doctor. With the evil. <laughs> Would you be allowed to use even a Goyish attack? They have to use Dafka, Jewish attack. Right? You always think, ah, Shabbos Goy. You think, better let's get a Goy. It says, Fakelt. And some place can talk all that way. But you should know there's a Tosis in Sanhedrin. And Tosis in Sanhedrin says, I don't want to go into this. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to stop now. But the Tosis in Sanhedrin says that the Ubel could be even a goy who's mitzvah ubel, he also should kill ubel. Because Tyson says, fart, even by a goy, a, a nefesh that's born is better than a nefesh that's not born. Because the Tyson stands in Edwin and Tess, is mistapic, that it could be for a goy also the same aloch. That mission in all us is not only for a Jew. I, a goy, is chayv al Yeah, but not me, sir. 
not the same level as a regular person. If you have a choice. Anyway, so it's not so poshet b'chlal what the Mialdes did. The Mahalach, the really, the Ikar Mahalach you have to say is this was some kind of Milsa the Chassidus. They were noyig here Milsa the Chassidus. And the Torah is made on that. Fatirema Mialdes is Olikim. Rabbi Yankov says, I used to hazard this over all the time. So you don't realize. Fatirema Mialdes is Olikim. You don't realize what it means, right? Because you, when you read it, it sounds like, okay, they, they were, they were, they were kind people. Yechevin and Miriam, they were good people. They didn't want to kill. They were good people. You could probably find in, 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 in the world. If you went shopping, you could find a Hasidim Asylum that also wouldn't want to kill Ubrim. So Bianca Zatal said an amazing thing. He made an amazing observation. It says in the Pesach, V'atchayenu es ha'yilod. Besides for the Meshap race and all that, Mesapko Yislohem Mayim Umozayim. Yeah? They, they did more. The midwife normally wasn't involved in getting the baby fed, taking care of it. They, they, they went out of their way to do extra that they don't normally do. That's one pshat. And then Chazal bring another pshat. That not even one should die. That means there's a certain amount of, you know, stillborns. There's a certain amount of miscarriages. And they davened that shouldn't even be any. And their burnisher was makabal that fills. Their burnisher was makabal that fills. So, Dr. Medrash, why did they do that? The Medrash says that they davened that no baby should die because that somebody should think that that baby died because of them. So they davened that even the natural stillborns should, should, should live. So Biankiv said, think. You are under the clear edit rule law. You're being sanctioned by the king of Mitzrayim, the most powerful man in the world. That you must do this. Mistama by the penalty of death. You go against Pare's wishes. So you're not doing it. But at least. If a, if, if, if a couple of die every day, you could at least say, okay, we, we, we tried. At least you have a stickle excuse. But instead, the Miyaldas davened that even the ones that normally die shouldn't die. Why? What does that mean? That means they had zero fear of Parai and 100% fear of their Banishalel. Banishalel get trachted them. They wouldn't even think about Parai. If they were thinking, if they were a little bit scared of Parai, if there was a 20% in them scared of Parai, they wouldn't have davened that even the stillborns should not, should, should be born alive. They were only thinking Kiddush Hashem. And that led them to daven that there shouldn't even be the normal amount of babies that die. That means, that's a given, from Dort and Zetman, from there you see, unbelievable. Talk. So the whole thing was a Milsa Dachsidis. Right? 
It's a fascinating thing. You have to go. There's a Shach in Yeridea, Kufnun Zayin, there's a there's a Nebuchadnezzar Yosef in Ben Serumura. It's a red thing in them. Yaharag Val Yavar, Musa Dachsidus. It's a whole sugi. I'm not going to go through if this was Bifaris Yubitzin, Lucharid to go here with Bahanos Atzma. This is a sugi you could go on and on. In Halacha. I'm not going through that part. But Lamaisa, it's going to go on Musa Dachsidus. Musa Dachsidus. That's the introduction. From there came Moshe Rabbeinu. Vayihikiyat Strangest way. That Moshe Rabbeinu Manhigim Shal Yisrael, who was born to the Gogla Dor, right, should be brought up in Evasaurus. He should be brought up in the worst place. Instead of, okay, his mother nursed him, but then back to Paris Palace. Brought up as, as Mamish in the, in the worst two men. I guarantee you there was no filters on the internet over there. For sure. No flip phones. My power is with no flip phones. Right? Elvis Oretz! Elvis Oretz! They brought up in Elvis Oretz! Why do you want to show like that? He's born to a Godwador. Tabish could have saved him in his house. Brought up like a good Yiddish kind. Brought up like a good Jewish child. You pull out the Chaim Kenevsky from the stipend, you put him some, with some, in some Arab village. And he still becomes a Chaim, okay, Gvaldik, but. Ma also le Kim Kocha. Ma also le Kim Kocha. Right? When you looked at the Chaim, you saw the mus of the stipend. I was there to see the stipend once. And, and when I saw Chaim, the first time I saw Chaim, I was the Yukle of the stipend. I'm not just only talking to look like him, but not just the look. His, he was a chip, a chip of the stipend. So Moshe Rabbeinu is the son of Amram, the God Lador. And the Abish plucks him out of there and puts him into Eros Oretz, and that's where he grows up. And you want to hear what Chazal tells us? How he grew up over there? He grew up over there being, it's hard to read it, about Zeshtein Chazal. The Pesach says, that Moshe Bainu was in base Parai. So the Medrash says what, what went on in base Parai. Bas Parai loved him. He spent 24 months with his parents. That was it. He didn't even have an upshell. A litfak. When I grew up, no litfaks had upshells. Now everybody has upshells. Right? He didn't even have an upshell. 24 months. And then, Amish, this is what he was. he was. He was being cherished in an Egyptian palace. For all your parry menashko you mechabko rachmano l'tzlan. 
Hear what's going on here. This is where Rabbi Shem put Moshe Rabbeinu. Rabbi Shem puts Moshe Rabbeinu, pulls him from the Gavu Ador, from the home of the Gedoli Ador, Yechevet and Amram, and where does he put him? Imagine pictures and seeing a picture of Parry hugging and kissing Moshe. Fair! Put him in a mikveh. If I had a kiss from Pari, I'd be nauseous for the rest of my life. Pari was mechabkoi, menashkoi, mechabkoi. The famous Chazal there, he took off his crown once, but, but he was Pari's, Pari's chachkele. That's when Rabbanishon puts Moshe Rabbeinu. How do we understand this? Tutsach, though. That's Mirafi Sigra. Moshe Benu grows up. The next thing we know, it says two times Vayete. Partially, he went out one day, he went out the other day. First day he went out and he killed the Mitzri, and the second day he went out and he. Chazal make a whole Asik out of this. Like this is the Akdom of Moshe Benu becoming the leader. So Chazal tells us that these Yitzis reflect something. Moshe went out once, he went out again. Saying something more, it's not just saying he left the palace. It's telling us something. So I want to know what that is. This is after all the introduction to Moshe becoming the monarch of Kalisar. Moshe goes to Midian, saves Yisrael's daughters, Yisroi invites Moshe to his house, but let's not forget that Moshe Rabbeinu's invitation to Yisroi's house was really just a payback for him saving his daughters. So it wasn't like Yisroi did him a big tovis, like Yisroi did him a big favor. Yisroi uh, told his daughters, Ayyeh, The guy did that for you. And he chopped himself and ate him. He got himself the best Adam in the world. Moshe Rabbeinu. So if you look at this deal between Yisrael and Moshe, who got the deal? It's the person who got the deal. The Rebbeinu comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, Fayeril of Bisneh, Labasesh, and he tells Moshe, take Lysra out of Mitzrayim. First of all, Moshe starts drawing, Chazal tells us, a whole week, he's drawing with the Rebbeinu there's a holocaust. There's a holocaust. And you're the one who went out, Now the Abishta says, Good, Roy, Roy, you see. Take them out. Moshe Benu drays for a week. There's a holocaust. That's number one. Finally, he agrees. It seems begrudgingly agrees. You think Moshe Benu would make a rikida? He agrees, but he tells the Rabbanu Shalom, because I told my shver, I promised him I'm going to stay by him. I can't leave. So you have an entire nation of Klaus or Holocaust, and you're worried about your nether, and you have the Sugi in the dorm, those of you that remember from the dorm, nether Shehuda, Barabim, a material, a the Gansamaiseh. He needs to get a heter from Yisrael. 
Imagine a guy gets a hot solar call. Somebody had a heart attack. Cardiac arrest. There's only a couple of minutes to get the guy back without having severe brain damage. No oxygen. The hot solar guy, paramedic, he flies, gets to the house within 60 seconds. And he looks at the numbers. This address. I made another once. I'm not going to go into this house. The guy's wife is outside going, my husband is dead. Please, come in. Sorry. We'll call the uh, halacha hotline. I made a nether. Can't, I can't make a nether. She goes, my husband. Sorry. I'm glad it was, it was a nether. I'll, I'll die somebody else. We, we actually have to go to that guy's house now to be mad at nether. You're a tzayach. You're nuts. Moshe Rabbeinu is going back to his father handling, handling mices. What's going on here? It's the Merafi Sigre. Mamish Merafi Sigre from the beginning to the end. It's the Merafi Sigre. What's going on? Mamish Apella. So Rabbeinu, if we go back, we have to understand... What was the Shiroshim? What were the roots of the Golos Mitzrayim? And then we'll already have the Tehotim. Then we'll already have the answers. What were the roots? Just like I've, we've, many times we explained on Purim that we know that from Chazal that Amole came from two reasons. Amole came originally from Simna, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Tzadites. Lo Amole came because of Achoka. And Amole came also, like it says in Parashos Bishalach. Mikra, Hayesh Hashem Bikirbeinu Umayin. So Amole came because we had two, two Pagamin. One Pagam was in Achoka. And one Pagam was in Emuna. And that's why in Purim, both of them have to be Mesukim. One of the explanations why Mishlech Monis and Aladeh Beinodom Lachaveri on Purim Right is because the latest Hamolek came from Achoka. Memelem Mechias Hamolek, you can't destroy Hamolek without Kiruv. You always have to go back to the Sherish. So what was Golos Mitzrayim? So we have two, we have two reasons for Golos Mitzrayim. Two. One is the Iker everybody knows, the Gemara Shabbos Tavyut. Mechiris Yosef. Chazal tell us that, that from there was the Shtalshel, the, the Golos Mitzrayim. So you have to know exactly what it means because it was already Nigzah before. There's all kinds of explanations. But the first, the first, even before that, there was already by the Brisbane Absorim, the Rabbani Shalom told Avram Avinu, Yodei Ateyeda, Kigeri Yezarach. Over there, there was some kind of Pagam Chazal tell us that Avram Avinu asked the Rebbeinu Shem Bamo Eida Kiroshena. Bamo Eida Kiroshena. And when Moshe Rabbeinu said Bamo Eida Kiroshena, from there, there was a punishment, there was at least a, linger, a lingering punishment. Now we have to understand that Avadidis was a Daka Shebedaka. To understand what the Chet, what the Pagam was, can't even call it a Chet, a Pagam. 
A daka shebedaka. But even the daka shebedaka wasn't chasom emuna. He told me Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu gave iron and kibshem eish. Avraham Avinu did like a It was a pagam and emuna. So what was the pagam? So I once saw a medrash that the mashmois of medrash is that when Avraham said ba eda, Chazal also bring this down that he wanted some kind of guarantee. He knew he, he trusted. He didn't trust her. He wanted to make sure for sure that it's guaranteed. Maybe Christ will do Averis. Maybe he wanted a guarantee. So it wasn't a Muna. It wasn't a Muna Pagam. So what was the Pagam? So the lotion of the Medrash is if somebody gives you a gift, you don't ask him for a daitaki. If I come to you and say, you know, I'm going to give you a million dollars. You don't come to me and say, well, I don't know, maybe you'll change your mind, maybe I'm not. Can I have my lawyer send you a a form so you could guarantee that you're going to give me the gift of a million dollars? Right? I remember out of Talmud years ago, started a thing in Kirov, and somebody made him a, said he's going to give him a half a million dollars for for the organization that he was trying to to, to start. The guy didn't change his mind. He came to me very faklokt. Baruch Hashem, he ended up working. Managed much harder. He had to knock on a lot more doors. But Lamaisa, when I hazard over the parasha with him, you know how the whole thing fell apart? The guy made, the guy told me, they only give you $500,000. He had his office send the guy a pledge card. Because he was afraid the guy's going to change his mind. And the pledge card was written with all kinds of, you know, <laughs> you know, the guy's in the shomer. You're selling your body there. <laughs> so I, I didn't want to hurt the guy. But I thought, you know, like, I was thinking, what a tipshis. You just got to know the guy. The guy was up kavam. He wanted to, and now you make him feel like you're sending your lawyer after him. What a tipshis. It's really this medalish. A guy gives you a gift. You don't ask for a guarantee. So whatever pagam, it wasn't the pagam of Amuna. Say it was a pagam and a kosatoyva. It was a pagam and you're getting a gift. Don't ask, don't ask questions. You're getting a matona, fregnish kinshaylas. So it comes out that Shibud Mitzrayim came about through two things. One episode, nindud of a pagam and a kosatoyva. And one in sinasachim. That's how the Shibud happened. My boy said, now we can understand everything very clearly. Very, very clearly. The Marshag says a Geval de Gezach. says an unbelievable idea. He says, I, here's a kash in this week's parasha, the Marshag. He says, I don't understand, he says. Pari is afraid that all of the Shibud and the Golos and the whole thing and any tears, everybody, all the, everybody has to be thrown into the Nile, kill everybody, kill all of his Zohar. He's afraid. Goyal shall Yisrael. Why in the world did Pari leave Shevet Levi free? Pella. The Shevet of the leaders, he doesn't make them slaves. Those are your biggest problem. Go, go, go to any country where you have a dictator. Right? As soon as they smell somebody, go in Moscow, yeah? If they smell somebody that's, that's questioning their power, their authority, either they fall out of a roof or they die from a soup that they drink. They, 
They don't have Harichas Yomim. If you smell the Sershin, if you smell somebody's not... So now you know you have Shevet Levi. They are the ones. They are the ones. If anybody's going to revolt, it's them. They're the leaders. Why do you leave them free? You're worried Kaisal going to revolt. It's a pillar. It was always a pillar by me that he's the first. That I haven't seen this Kasha in Kadmoinen. A pillar. A pillar. He says a gavalda gavot. The mashag. He says, don't think Pari was such a fool. Don't think he was such a fool. It's not like in America, you know, you could become the president and be half senile. It's the gate that does it. It's the gate that does it. Right? He ran Mitzrayim. He was no fool. He wasn't such a fool. He was an Oibachachim. So like this, he said, number one, I'm going to take away the incentive. I'm going to take the leaders and make them very happy. They're free. No ever ever. They didn't have the borders that we have. Right? Catch and release. <laughs> they didn't have such policies. Right? They had a country. They had borders. Right? So power, nobody could get out. Uli. Kolzev Uli, you're going to find the most powerful person that will figure out how to get out. It's only if it's going to be Benafshei. I'm going to take the whole shave and make them kings. They can walk around on vacation. Year-round vacation. Koil. The first koil started in Mitzray. Koil. Free. That was Paris Cheshman. Ha! They, they have no reason. They're not going to try to fight to get out. They have no reason to fight. Great chap. That's the Marshag's chap. As I said. There's no reason. So where did he go wrong? Where did he tackle go wrong? Rabbi Sai, hold up chapters like this. Pari went wrong with one thing. He didn't understand that Adarabba. How did Gauls with Shrayim start? By the by the Melech, Yehuda, the Shevet of Malucha. Putting Yosef into slavery to maintain their bylaws. So, what's the ultimate tikkun? The ultimate tikkun is that somebody comes, somebody comes who's not an Evet, who's a Ben Chorin. And he's moist enough to take his brother who's an Evid out of Avdus. Doesn't give him the Tikkun. The Tikkun was the exact Vanahapahu from Mechiris Yosef. Mechiris Yosef was put your brother into slavery to maintain your freedom. I'm going to be free, you'll be an Evid. That was Mechiris Yosef. What's the greatest Tikkun for that? The opposite. I'm free. I have nothing to worry about. I'm Shavit Levi. I have nothing to worry about. I'm going to go and put my neck out 
So my brother who's an Evet should become a Ben Chayv. That's the mistake that Pari didn't understand. That he, Noira Alila, he's helping Agule. He didn't realize that. He got outsmarted. He got outsmarted. But doesn't end over there. The Abish just said, I'm going to take the Shevet, that's going to be the Manhigam of Klal Yisrael, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to make that the Manig is Mamish going to be in a palace. He's going to be in a palace where Mamish, he's loved and cherished. He's a prince. The Nitzimni Valoshim in the Sefer Hamid he says that the word Moshe is an Egyptian word for prince. He's a prince. Look in the Medrash. The Medrash says that, that Moshe reigned in the palace. He was a celebrity. He was Mamish there. The Medrash says that everybody wanted to see him. Everybody in the palace wanted to see this prince. He was a celebrity. Moshe grew up on the lap of luxury. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He had everything. His shavit was free, but he's a prince. What does this prince do? State Rambam that a Melech has to be Leva on, the king has to be the heart of the people. And the Rambam Zokta Nuchas Muachim, he has two jobs. Muchomis, Mesir Snefesh, to fight for them. And Lasso is Mishpat, as I stay in Rambam, Tzvedinim. Moshe Rabbeinu now left the comfort of the palace. Vayetzei, Muchomet. He killed the Mitzri. And the next day, Vayetze, he left the palace. He was Makayim. The two missions, what the Rambam says, a Melech has. He left the palace. Put himself into danger to do what a Melech is supposed to do for Kali. This is the Agdoma from Malchus. That's the Akdom of Malchus. From there, Malchus comes. And now we understand the whole Vias Gate. And that's why Moshe wasn't born in a vacuum. He was born from the Yaldois. That Mamish were Moshe Nefesh, Mulsadachsidis, to kill themselves, to be Moshe themselves for Klai Israel. That's when Moshe comes. Rav Shach, that's how I heard this word from him many years ago. Rav Shach said a great word. Chazal say that the Beis Hamikdash had to be in the Chelek of Binyamin. The Mizbeach. Chazal say why? Because it's a, it's a Pasuk in Tehillim. Horem Gavnunim. You're all Ganavim. You're involved in Mechiris Yosef. You're all involved in Mechiris Yosef. You can't... The Mizbeach can't be by you. Binyamin. Chelkei Shel Teref. So Rav Shach Zatzal asked, so what about Yosef? Yosef. Yosef, uh, Yosef didn't, 
Yosef was in Mechiris Yosef. Yosef was by Yosef. Taka Yosef got Mishkan Shiloi, but Lemaisa. He didn't have a Kvias. So you know where Shach Satzal said? Unbelievable word. He said, Yosef was the Chayfet Sagozel. Yosef cannot completely divorce himself from the Mechiris Yosef. Whatever he told his brothers, he 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 had some shaykhs. As Mamela does the Pshat, Moshe Rabbeinu says, I can't, I can't willingly become a manig when my older brother Aaron Akoyan is not. Vaita, because we're working on the tikkun from Mechiris Yosef. So Moshe Rabbeinu had to also hold back. He had to hold back. So, okay, I'm diving, I'm taking it. I'm, I'm going I'm to do like Yosef. He had to hold back. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu held back. That wasn't chas v'sholem, but pagam. The opposite. That was a tikkun. That itself was a tikkun. That he held back. And Aaron HaKoyen, V'roch HaVesomach Boliboy, Yetzkem and Zogen, that since the whole Shebut started from Bamo Eda, P'sapagam and HaMaton HaKoros HaToyva, Moshe said, I can't start the Geula being Koifer Toyva Maishveh. It's not playing games. Stamaze. Everything has to be fixed. The 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 the, the has to be fixed completely. was So now I can't go and be goyal klaliso even if there's one pagam of 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 akor so Rabbi said, by me the takeaway is, to me this is the Muslim that we have to take from this parasha. Each piece is so oiskecheshbet. We have a habit. When it comes to ruchnius, even when we fix something, we fix it half-baked. Our, we're very happy with the ruchnius being okay. I remember Shalom Shadron Zatzal, I've said this over many times, because it impacted me as a child. I heard it from him when I was a child. Mom is a child. I was, I think, less than 10 when I heard it. But I was definitely a child. And Roshan Shadron said, you know, it comes to America. Those days he came in the Tafshin Lamas. He came to America. It comes to America. I come to America. Frank mentioned, I asked people, no, we get to Ruchnius. Says they always give me the same answer. Givaldik, Chobashir, and Chobados, and yes, the Givaldik, the Ruchni is the Givaldik. My Ruchni is great. Then I say, and how's the Gashmis? The Vesach Rebbe, say, can animals land better? Business can always be a little better. Yeshlo Meir Hoytzim Hosei. I'm telling you, I was mamish a kid when I heard it from him. Until today, I have to say it's so true. Again. Some people don't say it. It takes a certain chutzpah to say it. Right? But we all are constantly 
uncomfortable with Agashmias. A little more, a little better, this should be better. Ruchlius. And even when we detect that we have an issue, we like to put on a band-aid. We like to put on a band-aid. From this parasha, when you go through the protum and the prote protum, you have to realize the Ruchlius needs every layer has to be fixed. Every layer has to be fixed. I see in learning, even B'nai Taira, I see this all the time and it bothers me. They more or less have Taisvis. It doesn't bother them that they don't fully understand Taisvis. It doesn't. Are you happy with that? Is that does that Pshat talk to you? You could say it. Why are you saying something you could say? Who's forcing somebody to put a gun to your head? Somebody put a gun to your head, you have to say it. You don't have to say nothing. <laughs> but our Ruchli is, so that's what we have to take from this parasha. To constantly work on perfecting ourselves and not being happy where we are. Yes, we should take satisfaction from our accomplishment, but we have to always see that there's more to be misakin. Here, every piece got fixed. The Moshe piece, the Mialdi's piece, the, the Shver, the, the, every Nakuta, call Nakuta Nakuta. We'll talk as a Good shot.